0: Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness.
1: It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate and much more.
0: Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic or stop by at any health center
1: closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela.
0: This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela good morning today is the beginning of men's health month so today we're going to be focusing on men and in particular focusing on men's mental health thank you dr koka it's a pleasure to have you with us once more and also dr shuriko it's a pleasure to have you with us good morning dr shuriko if we can kick off with you can you tell us why are we having a whole month dedicated awareness about
2: men's health um, yes thank you um, well the truth of the matter is um, the reason why there's a lot of focus on men's health is the first point being that men have a poor health seeking behavior and um what has been observed from a lot of international literature and even local literature is that men are actually um play a critical role in the society and once you have the man having um certain health challenges be it physical health challenges be it mental health challenges it could affect the whole family so there's been a lot of focus on how do you get men to really take um, a lot of cognizance of their own health secondly um, a lot of men are role models for other people in society and you really need to look at you know some of the health seeking behaviors or some of the promotions that are being done by um, men in terms of those that are artists those that are influencers in society and a lot of their behavior is actually copied by a lot of people in the society, especially youths. So there's been an increased focus that we need to draw attention um, to men's health. And we've also seen that, um, unfortunately, in the past, a lot of focus has been on communicable diseases, um, our malarias our HIV. Again, a lot of them driven. Once you remove children and the elderly, you have a lot of affectation of men. But we've seen an increase in non-communicable diseases, um, especially those that have to do with diabetes, hypertension, um, mm-hmm. cancers are coming up now. Um, we also, and a lot of them are actually lifestyle driven. And they've seen that um, a lot of men actually have poor lifestyle. And that comes to the physical health. And then when you talk about mental health, it becomes worse. I mean, Professor Koka is going to be doing a lot of talking on that. And what you see is that a lot of men have things like depression, have things like anxiety have a lot of mental health challenges but they don't come out to speak about it they feel that when they speak about it it makes them feel weak I mean, we've seen a lot of situations just recently where artists other people you know it's when they passed on or their complications people come out and say oh this was what was happening they couldn't talk to anybody so that's um really been a problem and it's not just even limited to that a lot of sexually related issues are coming up i mean maybe when we get to talk about that you will see that I mean, some parts of the country, some parts of the world, we even have a lot of men affected by some of these challenges, um, things like sexual assault, and, you know, nobody's really talking about it. So that's why there's been a focus that we need to focus on the men and get them you know, to speak out and take their health seriously.
0: Thank you so much. And I think, you, I mean, for me, it's even the simple things. Even the simple things are the things to cause a problem. The number of men that are dying early, in this country, because of strokes and other cardiac-related issues, it's just very alarming. Um, people always say, you know what, the men, you know, they die before the women. And there's just so much pressure on you know, that, that, that stops them from living their lives. So, I mean, in, in terms of, let's talk about the mental health. If I can ask Dr. Koka to join us. Yes, can you tell us about the, the, the real issues here for men
1: in terms of mental health? What is it that we need to know about it? Thank you very much. Men actually see themselves as an endangered species because of the high prevalence rates of the physical and mental health disorders. Men don't like talking about their physical health, not to talk about their mental health. When men experience various types of mental disorders, they deny it initially. And if they are to talk about it, they look for various means of trying to address the mental challenges, apart from seeing the uh, psychologists or psychiatrists. And I must say that the prevalence of mental disorders amongst men, of course, and women, they are the increase. And the commonest ones amongst men, anxiety disorders, they become irritable, excessive worry, short-tempered, angry. And of course, the co- most common after anxiety disorders are is depression. Depression initially manifests with physical symptoms, body aches, back aches, chest constriction, uh, hotness of the body, and initially they will think they have uh, malaria fever or fever. so they keep on going from one doctor to the another. It is when it has gotten to the moderate or severe stages that you now have persistent low moods or fatigue and loss of pleasure in what hitherto will give uh, pleasure. Also common amongst men is the post-traumatic stress disorder, which manifests through flashbacks or relieving of the traumatic situation, hyperarousal, and avoidance. So these things are common in men, but men will refuse to accept them initially. And even when they get to accept them because of the stigma and discrimination that are associated to mental disorders, they also avoid to go for uh, treatment or management till it gets to a much more severe situation where they now have uh, suicidal thoughts, ideas, suicidal attempts, and of course some may actually die uh, from suicide like we had from Dr. Shodipo. So that's what's going on among men. Men have been thought to be macho. Men have been taught not to discuss about their emotional or physical trauma. When men don't have enough money in their pockets, they become sad. And when men cannot provide again for the household, and of course, that's another emotional trauma. So men undergo social trauma, physical trauma, cultural trauma, all sorts of traumas, and they must cope. When they cannot cope with, they experienced stressors in the community, that's when they develop physical conditions such as hypertension and diabetes. And of course, some will also develop mental health challenges such as depression, bipolar disorders, anxiety, and the likes. I understand that um, also things like substance abuse become very common in this journey, as it were. Can you tell us about that? Yes, when men find it difficult to cope with their stressors or the stress of life and they develop the maladaptive way of coping, which include high-risk behaviors and the use and abuse of uh, substances. Initially, you start with a bottle of a substance, then you go to five bottles and ten bottles. Before you knew it, there's increase in tolerance and it get... Um, addicted to whatever substance they are using so of course men get easily addicted to these substances because of these stressors or the stress of life that they are experiencing a part of the criteria for mental health is ability to cope with the stress of life and when they cannot cope they develop maladaptive ways of coping the use of various types of uh, psychoactive substances and that's why it's even common amongst the young men not just even the elderly or middle-aged men. Psychoactive use and abuse are getting an increase amongst the uh, middle-aged men too and of course the elderly. Well I mean life is very tough at the moment and I mean for everyone. Would you say
0: there's been an increase recently?
1: definitely we have a, a depressed economy that has affected everybody and most especially the man in the house that has to provide for the family and most people find it difficult to travel with their vehicles because they can't afford the and if you cannot cope like i said when people cannot cope with the stress of life If you live in lagos you live in nigeria Lagos stress money stress power stress all sorts of stressors and in the evening you see this men going to various uh, joints joints drink away they have stress yeah or
0: smoking away depending off. on which type of uh, joints yes. they want to go to so dr showing do you have anything
2: to add yes thank you um i mean as um dr as, as dr cooker has mentioned there's actually a link uh, between um some of the issues that we're seeing like increased anxiety people abusing substances, um, alcohol. We're seeing a lot of people even using things like marijuana, other types of substances. And of course, um, another thing that is coming up, people don't really look at it as a substance, but things like our energy drink, just to keep themselves going. And unfortunately, what this is leading to is that, in addition to leading to mental health-related issues, we're also having an increase in some of the physical challenges that we're having. We're having a lot more diabetes Um, Because people are not eating healthy, people, you know, when you're under stress, when you're anxious, just grab what you can. They're not even interested in some of the benefits of food as a whole. But more importantly, um, we're having things like um, poorly controlled blood pressure. And it's quite scary the number of um, people, especially men, that we are seeing that are coming down with stroke. You know, um, typically, you know, men tend to have more risk factors compared to women. Of course, with the depressed economy, with a lot of anxiety, with a lot of depression, we have uh, like a, 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 a hit. You have those that already have these conditions, not taking their medications. And those that don't have the conditions, you know, are at risk of developing it. So, I I, I mean, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but if you don't really take it seriously, for us having, you know, a very big problem on our hands, especially with men. especially the the important role that they play with society. So everything is linked, the physical problems, the mental problems, and of course, the social problems that people use to try to cope with both the physical and the mental problems. Yes, it's a big...
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you. Now, Prof, just going into it, you know, a lot of issues stem around the fact that men are expected to be stoic and macho, as you had said. But increasingly, there seems to be, you know, a lot of competition. I don't know if it's the social media or if it's just in general, but there's a lot of competition about, you know, with men, not just as before, you know, my car is bigger than your car. But for some reason, you know, sexual performance seems to be a part of it. And there seems to be a whole lot more in terms of discussion in that area. Now, is it because, you know, depression, etc., leads to a depression in that area? What is going on?
1: Uh, thank you very much. It's part of the economic pressure on men. And I'm sure the prevalence of erectile dysfunction is also increasing, not just in the elderly men, in the middle-aged men, also in the young men. So if you cannot perform your sexual rules, she might get a with you View of other things in the house, moving, changing, shoving you, coercing you, depriving you of other things. Violence is subtle that cripples men. And in this case, is a violence committed by women against men. Mm. They won't see it as a problem actually because she deprive me of food or deprive me of sex, or you kind of abuse me verbally. Then take of the normal thing in marriages. Legal state from the domestic and sexual violence agency reported that in the last uh, three or four years, over 1,100 men have reported that they have been abused by their spouses, by their female partners, and of course, research also showed that between 20 to 25 percent of uh, gender-based violence against men occur in surveyed participants. So it's on the increase. It's also on the increase because men don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's against the culture to say, my wife has just uh, given me a slap, or my wife didn't cook for me last night, or my wife locked me out. And you are, you're the man, you're supposed to be in charge. But right now, the wives are in charge, partly because they are now more educated, they earn similar or much more salaries than they are. Husbands, they are in charge of, I mean, they assist to pay the rent and school fees. So they are equally endowed uh, like their spouses. And I keep on telling you that if you are not economically as sound as your spouse, you are likely to be abused because you hear useless man, idiotic man, he can't even pay his rent or campus. So that's one of the reasons that this. Uh, Gender based violence are on the increase amongst men. And men have refused to talk about it because of discrimination. And then again, the stigma to talk in the open that my wife, whom probably I took from the village, whom probably I sent uh, to the university to educate her. And so you can't just discuss it. So that's why men's health week is paramount. To talk about men. I don't know where the shift came from. The women are now in charge, and the men are supposed to be quiet if you want peace in the house.
0: Hmm. That's quite difficult. And particularly in a chauvinistic society like ours, obviously yeah. then, you know, because what we always hear about is, you know, women being abused because women... You know, you know, it's very interesting you say that because, you know, just the other day we were talking about women and they're talking about, oh, how women are being abused and how women are being oppressed. And now here we have, you know, we hear from the other side and they're saying men are being abused and men are being oppressed. You know, which way is it? I mean, at the end of the day, no one should be abused and no one should be oppressed. Um, But what would you recommend? How would you recommend men deal with this?
1: Well, we need to talk more like we are discussing in the air now. We need to let our fellow men know that other men are actually mm-hmm. suffering in their various homes. But they're not talking. But for example, the signs. When a man refuses to go home early, he wants to go home when madame is asleep. So he sneaks in, eats his food, and then he sneaks out again before Madame's wakes up. So when you see men uh, refusing to go home early, Then also there could be isolation. The the spouse, the woman may prevent the man from going to interact with other men. I've seen that a lot amongst my colleagues. When madame says, we are not going out this Saturday and so be it. We are not going to that place and so be it. So we need to talk more. We need to have what we call the primary prevention, like we're talking now, advocacy against mental abuse. Uh, We need to have a way of screening and intervening early for those that might have suffered this kind of abuse. And luckily, what the Lagos state uh, domestic sexual rights, well, they, 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 they have quick intervention if you go and report to them. They call the spouses to meet in, they provide care, they provide shelter, they even provide treatment. They have counseling sessions for those that have come to report to them. So we're, we're getting grants if men can come out and talk more. If you it's, can't even you, go to the but you know that you, that
0: is very difficult you know as you're seeing a man should come out and say you know it's it, you know it's difficult i mean so at the end of the day you know we're talking about it now but you know that some people are hearing but you know they're saying i can never let anybody know what's going on i have to keep on pretending
1: yes when they pretend they bottle up those emotions and then you have them developing physical health disorders like hypertension and diabetes from abuse from the family from the spouse and if they don't develop the physical health challenges they may have um, depression anxiety and that's what we talked what we we'll talked earlier about having uh, suicidal ideas and uh, uh, dying by suicide if you don't talk about it, women can go to the church and pray about it Men will go to the counselors women will go to the pastors Women have the way of letting out their own bottled up emotions. But unfortunately, globally, men have been taught that, no, you are supposed to be strong physically and mentally. You are not even supposed to cry. So it's difficult. But however, we'll get there when we keep on having this public education advocacy about men's gender-based violence against men.
0: Now, how about sexual violence against men? Because we talk a lot about sexual violence against women, but... We don't talk about it against men.
1: Yes, it's difficult against men to abuse men sexually. You can deprive men from having. No, sex. I'm talking about I'm talking about men on men. Okay, men on men. Uh, uh, well, that's not too common in this environment. Mm-hmm. Sexual
2: abuse, men on men. It's it's, it's think, not. Yeah. Okay. Prof, it's I think. Dr. Another, yes, I think mm-hmm, another thing that yes, I think another thing that is coming up. I mean, as Prof has mentioned. Uh, we don't really see so much of uh, men being abused or men reporting that they're abused because, you know, we're in a society where even coming out, uh, I mean, it's against the law for a man to have any form of sexual relations with another man. So that puts men that are actually practicing, um, you know, men having sex with men uh, being at risk because the person that is abusing them knows not just going to walk into a police station and make a complaint. I mean, they probably first arrest the person making the complaint, especially if the person is an adult. They say, oh, so you're even in a relationship with another man. And there was an interesting data that um, I guess is going to come out soon. I don't want to mention the states. There's some data that we collected from um, one of the northern states. And what we saw in, I mean, for example, in Lagos, most of the people that are sexually assaulted are women or female. And you have about you know, 98, 99%. But interestingly, from the data that is coming out from that state where they actually presented to a sexual assault reference center, we're seeing about 45% of those abused being male and, of course, young boys and, you know, things like that. So um, it's something that I think because of, I mean, as Prof has mentioned, all the social factors, um, it's unlikely for a man to want to come out and say, oh, I've been abused by another man. Or even sometimes now we're seeing some cases, though not too common, where even a woman could abuse a man, grabbing somebody, touching somebody in appropriate manners, you know, because of the kind of society we yeah, have, people would even ask the man, how can you say you're abused when, I mean, in some you t- would be happy about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know, some you actually have a problem claiming like, that, you know, maybe you have some inherent problems, that's why you think, you know, you're being abused. So I am um, it's something that I think we need to look at and, you know, just to end, we see some of these stories, you know, in the newspapers, in the media, where you have um, young boys and, you know, they say, okay, I have a sugar mummy, I have this, I have that, okay, somebody's doing it for money, but if you look at crimes where they take these things seriously, and Lagos State is actually taking it seriously, you know, having sexual relations with even a young male that is less than 15, and you have an older female, is actually a crime, I mean, in itself. Of course, but I think it's less likely to report it, so we don't really have the right data. But I think if we look at it nationally, some men, some boys, in abuse, but truly really nobody's going to come out, and, you know, make it out to be an issue because of all the profanation, all the risks, all the insults, all the stigmatization that's going to take place to that person.
0: Now, this is something that obviously, you know, we're just opening the it's almost like opening Pandora's box and starting to talk about it, and a lot pe- more discussion needs to take place, and there needs to be protection. For the yeah. men in this sort of situation. Do we have any phone numbers perhaps of um I know unfortunately time is almost up, but do we have any phone numbers that men could call? Just just to bring it out, those um sexual abuse um hotlines from Lagos State that we can share with them?
2: Okay, well, what I just tend to advise people is um they should just ask for, as prof has mentioned, domestic and sexual violence agency. Once they go online, uh, because sometimes okay. the numbers change, they can get them. And then also, they could also get them through their Instagram accounts and then tweets. And once they send a direct message to them, they always respond and they will always reach out, even if it's an anonymous tip. Yes.
0: Thank you very much. So we only have, you know, one or two minutes left. Do you have any last words for our listeners, Dr. Shulipo?
2: Well, I think as men, we need to look at our physical and mental health. Um, I think we need to take it more serious. Um, The whole macho, you can take everything needs to come down so that people don't die early and people don't develop a lot of mental health issues. And when we have problems, let's just talk to people, you know, seek help, um, and I'm sure things will definitely work out for men going forward.
1: Thank you. Professor Koka? Yes, it is paramount that men should acquire emotional intelligence and resilience skills. They must also learn stress management coping skills in order to cope with the stress of life, they're experiencing not only at home, at work, so that they'll be able to prevent the development of any physical and mental issues, especially the one associated with the home front. And that's how men can also able to ward off or prevent mental health issues associated with the gender-based violence against men.
0: Thank you very much. Doctors and Air with Dr. Pamela.